The story you're about to hear is based on true events from the individual. Discretion is advised while listening to Life Record series as the individuals tell their story in their own words. Thank you for listening to the Coco Show podcast right here on freedomkradio.net. Yes, again at the Coco Show podcast on Freedom K Radio. Definitely want to shout out our boss, man, Hustleman Live Radio. Always promoting us, always putting us on, doing what he do every day of the week. We definitely want to thank our fans and listeners for all your support and sharing and talking about our episodes and podcasts and my crazy brother. <laughs> but um, we just love y'all. We thank y'all, man. And um, I want to bring to you um, this individual that I think um, really kind of ties in together with um, our series Life Record. I think it's important that you hear from an artist's perspective because a lot of you are out there creating content, music, YouTube, this, that, and the third. And um, I want y'all to hear from another perspective of another artist that has, you know, made music, that has been on stages, that has been on tour, that has been signed and done all this stuff, you know, and life happened. And um, I just want you to hear that the outcome of that because his brother's still standing, his brother's still doing his thing, and I want to continue to motivate y'all while you're out there trying to grind and make your dreams come true. So without further ado, we got Jason here on the podcast. Hey, what's up? What up? What up? What up? And so we're gonna get started, man. I just um, I always ask the individuals that come on the podcast say a little bit about yourself so they know a little bit about who you are, and then towards the end you can you know share any Facebook links and stuff like that. Okay. Um. Yeah, man, uh, I used to go by Jason Jeter, uh, but now I go by J-Bo The Truth. I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I used to be with a group called The Kingdom Diplomats. Uh, we did four studio albums. I mean, well, well, we did three studio albums together, and then I put out one mixtape. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much what I do, and I'm starting to get back into it, so. No doubt. 
And where are you from? Where, you, where were you born? You born here? Yeah, I'm, bro- I'm born in Greenville. Oh, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Greenville. That's what's up. Yeah. All right, so tell us a little bit about the music. Kind of what intrigued you in the beginning and, and got you started in the first place? Like, music at all? Music. Man, music started way back with me and my cousin. Um, I mean, y'all probably don't know nothing about cassette tapes, but <laughs> we, we used to take, you know, the we used to take two radios with the cassette tapes together and push them together and record. And I think the very first song we did, it was me, him, and like his um, mom's boyfriend at the time, which he was Spanish. (laughs) You know, none of us couldn't really rap, but you know, we were just putting stuff together, man. And uh, I just kept, you know, staying around music, listening to music. And I didn't start writing till, I think it was Rapper's Delight. I heard Rapper's Delight, not the old version, the new version, with Eric Sermon, Red Man, yeah. yeah, and Keith Keith Murray. Yeah. So I wrote that whole song out, and I would rap that song like it was mine. Mm. And so that's how I really started rapping and started writing and perfecting my style. And that probably was sixth or seventh grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, man, that was my jam, bro. Okay. <laughs> Rapper's Delight, man. Yeah, so, yeah. so when you kind of got that bug of, of doing music, like, what, what were, what was for you? What was like the height of it? Like, what, what did you want to accomplish? Once you was like, okay, I want to do this. This is fun. Like, what did you want to accomplish? I mean, to be honest, man, I wasn't really good at anything else. So, I, I went out for the basketball team. I went out for the football team. I didn't make none of those. So, I really, I started pouring myself into being creative and doing music. And honestly, I thought when I got out of high school, I thought I was gonna get signed. Mm-hmm. So we had a we had a group, cause I, I graduated from Greenville High. Okay. But yeah, we had a group um, from 10th grade to when I graduated, uh, it was called the Dark Chambers. Okay. So every day we used to go out to the courtyard and be freestyling. And if you know anybody from that era, you can ask about me. I used to roast. <laughs> I used to a roast lot, everybody bro. out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's up, so man. yeah, man. I I mean, I didn't have no other plans. I thought music was really gonna be my thing. So at, at that time, I hadn't really put out no albums. Um, you know, I did a couple songs here and there, but that was my main thing. Is just rapping in the courtyard with my friends, and you know, I had a thing for uh. Putting, putting people together. Mm-hmm. And that's back at the uh, time when I don't know if you know Ricky Prince. Oh, he's another man, local rapper. Like, sounds so familiar. Yeah, he a big dog. Did he make, um, what's that one song? Oh, man. There's one cat that used to, light skin cat. Nah, he a black, he okay. black guy. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. another cat, he used to make music too, and he would play it a lot at Greenwood High, so I wasn't sure if it was him, but. Yeah, yeah, Ricky uh, Prince, he, he really inspired me because, uh, like I said, we was going to different places and freestyling, and so, I roast everybody at Greenville, but I went up against Ricky Prince at the Civic Center one night. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, man, I, I brought like three people with me. I mean, he had the whole club. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, so I, I was like, after that night, I was like, man, I got to step my game up, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. So yeah, man, kept making music, uh, graduated from high school. I went to college for three or four months. You know, just something to do. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Still was making music. Um, at the time, I was running with another cat. I ain't gonna say his name, but mm-hmm. I was running with another cat, and we had a production deal at this um, label, label or business or studio. Mm-hmm. It was called Beat Bangers. Okay. So at the time, I had I was pushing a single. It was called Chevy Day. 
Mm-hmm. Now we thought this was gonna be the one, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm going around to all these different clubs and doing this song or whatever. And man, at that time, like I said, I wasn't saved. I was just crazy. You know, mm-hmm. girl, different girls every night, yeah. clubs every night, smoking every night, drinking every night. And then, you know, trying to uh, push my music career off the ground. But um, yeah, man, what ended up happening was me and him got locked up so many times, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for yeah. different stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, I just kept doing music, had the production deal. And what ended up happening was I really started selling drugs. Okay. And, you know, I had the money, had the cars, you know, street famous. Yeah. Or what do you want, whatever street you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and what ended up happening was I had this feeling in my stomach because at the time it was just me. I was doing I was doing everything myself. I was doing the music myself. I was selling myself. I had no partners. It was just me. And I had this feeling in my stomach like something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I either was going to get shot and killed or robbed. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I'm going home every day, you know, I'm real paranoid and I'm looking around. And at that time, I wasn't really, I couldn't really write no music because I was had this feeling. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, but it was, now I know what it is. It was the Lord dealing with me. Mm-hmm. And I'd say probably a couple weeks after that, the police kicked my door in. Mm-hmm. And so at that time, like I said, I had everything in the house. I had weed, I had crack, I had scales, I had baggies, I mean, stolen stuff. Yeah. And after they added everything up, it was about 13 charges. Oh, man. And so, they kicked my door in, locked me up. I'm sitting in the cell, and a police officer walks in there, and he's like, you need to think about what you're going to do. And that question kind of stuck with me, because what he didn't know is, I had a friend of mine at the time, and my cousin, that had been witnessing to me. Mm-hmm. Because keep in mind, uh, from that time, before I never went to church except you know like vacation Bible school or something never went to church I always believed in God but I ain't never really served God and know nothing about the Bible and so I had my cousin and I I had this girl she was like hey you need to come to church sometime and I was just like I don't have time because you know I'm hustling making money just trying to keep up with stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, when I got busted and they kicked my door in I went back to the apartment I was staying in it was basically like you can't stay here no more so um, the girl that was witnessing to me, she was like, you can move in with me, but you got to go to church. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like you got to go to church. And I'm like, you know, I didn't really have a choice at the time. So I moved in with her. And like I said, it was really, really hard for me to find a job because I, I kind of I kind of was like, I don't want to go back to, you know, selling. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard for me to find a job or whatever. And I started going to church with her. And... Uh, I'd say probably a couple months in, you know, I started feeling the word and I felt like the Lord was speaking to me. So I got saved. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, when I got saved, I'm still smoking. Okay. I'm still drinking yeah. every night, faithfully. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but, but when I went down to, to that altar, and a lot of people say this, they're like, well, I want to wait until I can really serve God. I don't want to play with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like that. You right. come to the Lord, then he fix you, not That's the other it. way around. That's it. And so after I got saved, man, I'm still drinking, I'm still smoking, and I probably went in church smelling like weed mm-hmm. 
most of the time. <laughs> you wow. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Most yeah. of the time. And even after I got saved, I still go to church smelling like weed most of the time and go down there and sit on the front row yeah. most of the time. You know, because I really love God, but I had the stuff with me. Mm-hmm. And so, man, um, start studying the Bible. Um, and I'm just studying the Bible one night, smoking a blunt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, studying the Bible, smoking a blunt. And I got to a part where I kind of got stuck. And I was like, okay, what is this? And the Lord, he don't force you to do anything. He was like, you might could understand if you stop smoking. Yeah. I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Like I came up with it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And so um, I tried to stop smoking and I couldn't. So what I ended up doing was, I was like, what I'm going to do, I'm going to fast for a couple days and see if I can, you know, break this habit. Mm. So I stopped smoking for about three days. And then I celebrated with a blunt. (laughs) But I didn't have no desire for it after that. Wow. And so I cut that off. And the same thing happened with drinking. So I'm sitting there studying the Bible, reading, looking, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got my crown royal. And I'm like, this is hard to understand. And the Lord just suggests he's yeah. uh, reading the Bible. And I was like, it's a good idea. And so, yeah, man, I just, I cut that off too. And so um, at that time from when I got arrested to I moved in with this girl, I wasn't really doing a lot of music. So um, I'm gonna keep my story together. So what ended up happening was I couldn't get a job. I'm going to different places. Either they look at my charges, mm-hmm. Or I, I just I just couldn't, couldn't get a job, you know what I'm saying? So I finally did get this job at a place called ADT. And it was a long place. You go and knock on doors, and it was bull crap. So yeah. I'm out there just knocking on doors, and it was, it was horrible, man. Yeah. But at the time, I had one song that didn't have no cussing on it. Because okay. I basically with Beat Bangers, when I had the production deal, we had almost, you know, was putting a whole album together, and they was getting ready to push me as, a, as their artist. And so I had one song with no cussing on it, man. I went to Beat Bangers and I was like, look, um, I got this one song. It don't got no cussing on it. And I was like, I kind of done got saved or whatever. I was like, you think we can do some, some Christian rap, man? Yeah. And at the time, this was before, you know, Lecrae and Seven and Bizzle and all them cats. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really no, you know, big artist. And he just said, he was like, it ain't no market for that, bro. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right. And so when I left the studio, in my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be done with rap, you know, and I'm just going to find something else to do. Yeah. So I ended up, um, I left, and I didn't get locked up for the 13 charges. But at the time, like I said, I couldn't get a job, so I got locked up six months for child support. Mm. So I did six months. I got out, got back on my feet or whatever, and... Uh, I, like I said, I had that one song, man, that didn't have no cussing on it. So this is how I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm driving one day to this job, and I'm rapping this song and contemplating, should I start doing music again? So I'm rapping this song. I've probably been saved now uh, six, probably about seven months. Because like I said, I got saved, and then I went to jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had faith, though. I was like, I'm going to get out any day now. I did the whole six months. <laughs> <laughs> Probably needed that before you made it. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, you never yeah. Know. I did the whole six months, man. So I'm rapping this song, and I'm driving, and I felt like this wind go through my car. And I didn't know what it was at the time, so I'm just crying. And that's how I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And so after that point, man, 
I was like, okay, maybe I can maybe I can start doing this again. And my cousin, his name is Cedric. I mean, this dude is like my number one fan. Yeah. So he calling me every day like, we ain't gonna do some music. We ain't gonna do some music, man. You gotta give me something, gotta give me something, man. And so I started writing again. Yeah. And I, um, my first cover, cause I just, I was like, I gotta get something out. So my first cover was literally me cutting out a picture of me and putting it on a piece of paper, photocopying it, mm. and that was my cover. Was <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had like two songs, man. And so um, I start, you know, performing those two songs and start passing them out. And while I was doing it, I was writing more songs. And so my first album uh, ended up, uh, it was called The Name. Mm -hmm. And it was like 12 tracks. And what's ironic about it is the same person who told me from Beat Bangers, he was like, it ain't no market for that. Mm -hmm. I ended up recording that whole album in that studio. Oh, okay. And it was a couple times in there, it was like, boy, that's kind of tight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Turn so, yeah, man. Huh? Turn them into believers. That's hey, there you go. Man. So, um, yeah, man, I, I put that album together, recorded it at Beat Bangers, started doing local shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what ended up happening was, at the time I was going to, uh, if you ever heard of it, it's called Redemption World Outreach. Yeah. So it was like the big church. Yeah, we used to go there. Okay. So, oh, well, you know then. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, I seen you, when I saw your picture on Facebook, I said, man, he looks so familiar. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we used to go there, man. Okay, okay, yeah. So I was going to Redemption, man, and uh, you probably remember they had the Operation Goals, yeah, I was where they would go out to the neighborhood. Yeah, and help out. Yep. So I started opening up for the Operation Goals. Oh, y'all on that, man. Ah. Okay, all right. All right. Yeah. Cut y'all. Oh, yeah, you good, man. So, yeah, we started opening up for all the Operation Goals, and uh, it would be me, and then my cousin was like, you know, he'll do some songs with me sometimes. Sometimes he'll do the Hype Man. But, yeah, we started doing all of those shows, and in that time, I was just like, you know what? Anything I can do, I'm going to do it. So I ended up doing a show at, uh, can't think of his name, but... Uh, it's Carl Daniels um, Center. Okay. You know, it was doing all kind of stuff. What's up? This your girl, Miss T, and you are listening to the Coco Show podcast on freedomkradio.net. There's one. There's another one. And another one. Get more than you ever imagined when you trade your games for something new at GameStop, where 150 titles are worth $15 or more. Power to the players. Switch to Boost Mobile and get unlimited gigs so you can download all the music you want. But there's more. With Boost, you get a fast nationwide network, so the beat never stops. But there's more. You also get four lines for $25 per line per month, plus four free phones. Switch to Boost Mobile and get four lines with unlimited gigs for $25 per line per month, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones, all on our super reliable, super fast network. Uh, in that center. And they had this show where basically you'll go and perform, and if you win, it was going to give you a TV spot. Okay. So that's why I originally went. So I went there, and I bumped into two cats. One of the guys I kind of knew from the streets, his name is Mercy, and then the other guy, I knew him 
But to me, he was famous because he, you know, he didn't produce for a whole lot of people. Mm. And come to find out, both of them had got saved. Mm. And so, um, you know, I, I listened to them perform, and then they listened to me perform. And we just started talking like, man, we need to hook up. And it was like, man, you need to come to the studio, see what we're doing, and, you know, all of this. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I came to the studio one day to see what they was doing, man, and it was it was hard, man. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, you know, let me get on the verse. And I got on the verse, and before you know it, we formed a group, the Kingdom Diplomats. Okay. And we recorded um we recorded like our first album in a couple months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so what ended up happening was we recorded an album in a couple months, and the whole time we was witnessing to another person. His name was Mike G. He was still in the you know streets doing his thing, mm-hmm. and we started witnessing to him. And before you know it, he got saved, and then he joined the group. Nice. And so now we got a problem. We got an album, and we're going around to different places, but he ain't on it. Yeah. So we did another album. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? That. So yeah, we did like a we did like two albums in eight months, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah, man. And the rest is history. I mean, like I said, we used to um, do a lot of stuff with Redemption. Yeah. We did the Bilo Center a few times. Nice. Um, we kind of did a couple tours, Massachusetts, Atlanta. Um, we probably hit every local church in this area. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, um, that was a big deal. Yeah, man, it, it, was, it was awesome. Um, but the only thing we kind of lacked was the marketing. So we did our, our last album, which we did three all together. Our last album was called Life Support. And it's ironic that it was called that because it wasn't that we was on the outs, but it was more like, okay, if this album don't work, what we gonna do? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, it, it was it was good times, man. It was real good times. So when it, when it comes to, um, just kind of breaking a few things down. Yeah. You working with um, others and music and trying to form that bond while trying to learn who you are with God. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was that like? I think it was easier um, because you know everybody in the group was saved. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, we still bump heads. I mean, any group gonna bump heads. Yeah. And I think, first of all, Christian rap is it's looked at like you know Christian rap is corny. A lot of people, a lot of people think. They that. think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and to be honest, a lot of it is yeah. corny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because you got say it and you can rap a little bit, don't mean you need to be rapping. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. might need to be painting or something. Right. But uh, yeah, man. I, for me, it's easy because I'm not a Christian rapper. I am a Christian rapper, but I'm a musician. There you go. Like that's what I do. I'm always thinking about music. I'm always writing music. And when I tell people like, oh, what kind of rap you do? Like, I'm a Christian rapper. They're like. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I let them hear my music. And I've had a lot of people say to me, well, I don't really listen to Christian rap, but I like you, though. Okay. Because they can understand my words. Yeah. They can understand the message. And like I said, the world right now has media on lockdown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whoever has the ear has the heart. I got my eyes to the hills where my help comes from. Come in the last days, so we almost done with all that I've been through. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep my eyes on you. I'm refocused. I'm just trying to keep my eyes on you. I'm refocused. I'm just trying to keep my eyes on you. I'm refocused. I'm reloading. Go to my future.
Publishing, published and rewrote it Before I told it, excuse me while I keep it real This ain't the sweet life, it's more like a battlefield Friends laughing at me, thought that I'd be giving up We'll see how long he stick to this team of stuff These haters make the Christian cuss But when I crash, he pick me up We ain't hiding in the church, the streets is us We eagles, y'all sitting ducks Unbelief got y'all all sick and stuff Even the guy who's unstoppable Never lost the fight and all things is possible Time to step your faith up Remove perpetrators We ain't step cases We make elevators Elevators Let the hate elevate So going through the motions of, of, you know, trying to figure out what you want to do, you know, from the streets and God to the, the power and just trying to create sense out of, you know what I mean? Like, what do you, what was some of your strengths? Like, what was it family? Like, was there, what was, what were you holding on to so tightly, man, just to kind of maintain throughout it all? Uh, I mean, and I'm not trying to be. You know, I'm not trying to say I'm all that or nothing, but, man, I really love God. Yeah. Um, when I was going through all that stuff, as far as my family go, like, let me let me tell you a little bit of that story, too. So, when I got, I told you I did six months for child support, I got out, and uh, I was staying with my aunt. My mom would let me stay with her. So, I'm staying with my aunt, and, I mean, if you can imagine a place with six or seven people, and, uh, I think I started out sleeping on the couch, and then ev eventually I, I, you know, had a bed or whatever. Yeah. But it was just crazy, man. Um, 
it just throw you off. I was still, like I said, drinking, smoking, and just doing stuff, just trying to get my life together. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, a couple times, I mean, not just that time, but I went from place to place, um, been homeless a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, my aunt kicked me out. I moved down to Anderson. I was working for this guy who was a pastor, and uh, you know he was paying me minimum wage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. hey, he was paying me minimum wage, man. I had, you know, I had a car that it didn't work on my birthday or holidays or nothing. I mean, it was just a really crazy time yeah. in my life, and uh, yeah, I held on to God. I, I let that stuff drive me to learn what the Bible actually says because I don't ever want to get in a, in a place where I'm, maybe I'm having a conversation with another Christian mm-hmm. or a Muslim or a Jehovah Witness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they know they stuff, but I don't know my Bible. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just, yeah, I didn't study. I didn't have Bible studies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just held on to the Lord, man. And uh, you know, now I'm married, so I hold on you know, to my family and my wife. Yeah. But before that, man, it was just me and God, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so give us a little bit of, of your today and kind of what your life looks like and, and what what's in your future now? Well, today, um, I've been doing real estate. I do real estate in the daytime. I do music at night, content creation, marketing, stuff like that. And uh, right now I'm putting together, I'm putting together an album. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. Uh, which I didn't put out a couple singles, just trying to test the water to see what you know how people respond. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I plan to put out another album, and uh, I don't know how I'm gonna push it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, whoever has, whoever has the ear has the heart. Yeah. So I don't think I'm gonna stop doing music no time soon. Um, but as far as looking to get signed to a label or something, yeah. I'm, I'm really trying to stay independent as long as I can. <laughs> I like you know that. what I'm saying? Oh, I do. Because, uh, you know, you get butchered with a record deal, man. Yeah, man. I actually uh, had somebody, which I don't know if it's true, that was like, they didn't know me, though. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to get signed to a major record label. And in my mind, I was thinking, I don't know if I would take it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, that's what my life looks like now, man, is... Uh, like I said, it's all about content creation. It's all about music being strategic with it. Yeah. Like what songs I want to put out. Yeah. Who do I want to reach? And just like I'm sitting here talking to you, um, you know, the Lord has just been opening doors, man. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't been doing none of it. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was going. I went to look at a. Um, I took my friend to buy a car the other day, and uh, we got out, got to talking. And uh, I didn't have like a couple Lincoln Town cars. It's like, man, I got a Lincoln, man. Come on back in and drive it. So I'm driving the car and I get back. And he's like, I heard you do music. I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, you want to come and perform at the church and stuff? And so just the Lord opening doors like that. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I'm I'm on autopilot, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to be obedient. I'm um, just trying to stay focused on him mm-hmm. and uh, do the right thing. Which like I say, you know me, I'm not religious. I'm still me. Yeah. But I love the Lord with all my heart, man. That's, that's what makes you awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My, but I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what makes you awesome. I'm not in your in your face like God, 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 God. You know, He's in here, so it's gonna come out automatically if we have a conversation. Absolutely, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So we got a lot of people that we've worked with that 
you know, some believe, some don't, some are on the fence, some are not, some are angry. You know what I'm saying? They're all over mm-hmm. the place. Mm-hmm. So, like, what would you say to those individuals if you had their ear? First of all, if you like that, I don't know how you're doing it without God because, you know, I have God in my life and I've been serving him for well over 10 years now and it's still hard. Mm-hmm. So how in the world could you be living without him? Yeah. And what I would say is, man, just give him a try. If you tried everything else, I mean, like me, like I say, I'm, I was homeless, mm-hmm. um, 13 charges, couldn't get a job, and I swore to the Lord that I wouldn't sell crack no more. Yeah. And when I got out and couldn't get a job, do you know how hard that is? Yeah. Because it's easy to go get some money. <laughs> it's easy right. to go get some money like that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, man, I would say, man, just try God, man. Just, just give him a chance. Um, yeah, he, he can take care of anything. Well, let me say it like this: He took care of everything. Yeah. Um, he has the blueprint for your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be successful in doing something, but if it's the wrong thing and it's the wrong path, you ain't doing the right thing. Right. I want to do the right thing. I want to do what I'm called to do. I believe everybody has a purpose. It's just like your fingerprint. Nobody has your fingerprint. Mm -hmm. Nobody can do or accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish on this earth but you. But I'm telling you, you need the master plans. You need the blueprint. And he got the blueprint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like Mm -hmm. that. So how about those that are out there still dreaming, man? They want to live a life you've already lived. You know what I'm saying? To be and And listen... You know, this man's humble, but I'm telling you, from a kid seeing that van, not knowing him at the time, <laughs> but feeling how hyped I was, like, yo, these dudes are so cool, and seeing them on, you know, from mobile. I'm talking. Imagine a, this this mobile van. This I don't even know shuttle <laughs> yeah. pull up and the stage open up and they just start rocking. I'm talking the coolest thing you ever see in life. But then you go to church and you see them on main stage and you hear them just they everywhere. It's like, yo, who are these dudes? Yeah, I'm man. talking cool. So, I mean, people would dream to live a life you already lived. Like, what would you say to those dreamers, man? Hey, man, you just gotta, you gotta start with what you got, man. Uh, it's this thing called analysis paralysis. And that's what you just, you overthink stuff. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna put out some music, but I'm gonna wait till I got the right microphone. I'm gonna wait yeah. till I got the money for studio time. I'm gonna wait till I can get some pressed up. I'm gonna wait till I got all the right resources. Man, listen, we in 2021, you can literally start recording. You can play some music in your car and rap to it and put it on TikTok and blow up. Mm-hmm. We in a whole new time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, just use what you got, man, for real. Because mm-hmm. we tired of hearing this other music. Man. <laughs> <My>. <laughs> what? what? You see that interview with T Pain? He said, I'm tired yes. of hearing the same stuff. Oh, I, I don't even. Hey, Nate, Nate, I don't even listen to rap like that no more. Yeah. It is. So, yeah, man, put your stuff out. I <laughs> need to hear some new Please. stuff. <laughs> we need new. It's like you said, new music, man. New we, music. We got we the need, baby. Yeah. We got them all. Oh, my goodness. We got all of them. We done heard that same song over and over again. So, yeah, man, put your stuff out there, man. Who cares what people think, man? We need your music. Okay. <laughs> How about those that are, have hit roadblocks, man, in their lives? And they just stopped. And I'm talking, maybe they don't know God. You know, what would you say to those people? First thing I would say, man, you need to change your circle. Mm. 
um, that's just like me. I probably would have never started back making music if it wouldn't have been for my cousin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you need to get around some people who gonna motivate you, yeah. who gonna elevate you. Cause my cousin was on my back every day. Yeah. He heard me do some music. It's like, man, we gonna do some more, man. When you gonna do the album, man? I'm like, man, leave me alone. Like right, like right now? Yeah. He's on my back right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait no. Yeah, yeah, like when you said you're gonna give me an album, man. So you need people like that in your corner who is your biggest fan who's gonna push you, whether that's family, whether that's friends. Mm -hmm. You need people who gonna push you like that. Cause yeah, man, if you if you around people who are negative, who are not doing anything, mm -hmm. cause your network, your network is your net worth. Right. So you gotta get around some eagles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you're around some ducks, you're gonna stay on the ground. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the music that you, you plan to write in the future, and I can't wait to hear it, man. Um, I got some what, bangers now. What are you? What What are you trying to convey? Like before, you know, before the lyrics, before the beats. What are you trying to convey to the people? What am I trying to convey? That's a question that I've been pondering for the last couple of weeks. And recently, what's came to me is, uh, if I can bring up a verse, mm -hmm. it's uh, Mark sixteen twenty, and I'm gonna paraphrase what it says, but it basically says, "Go out and preach the gospel everywhere." and these signs will follow. Mm. So what I want to convey through my music now, like I said that I've been there, done that, and now I'm back, uh, I'm back in the studio, I'm back doing this again. What I want to convey is I'm believing God to bring healing through my music, mm -hmm. signs and wonders through my music. Mm -hmm. And I've, I had a, I don't, I don't know if I had a dream or I just saw it in my mind, I saw people doing music and people being raised from the dead mm. so that's what I want to bring in my music this time it wants to, it's just totally different and that's just like the guy who asked me when I come and perform at his church he was like do you you know do you talk or do you preach or something like I used to didn't do that which mm. I don't preach but I do share my testimony yeah. and like I said if I can just touch one or two people who knows the tra the, the change and the trajectory of their lives how to switch and you know maybe they was headed this way and it can be headed that way mm -hmm. or if it comes through you know your show or my test just anything yeah. um yeah i just want to convey life man um i just want to be you know my music i want to break off the spirit of depression you know uh, anxiety yeah. or whatever it is or motivate people because naturally that's my gift is to motivate people which you know, if you you know in church you take the gifts test, mm -hmm. and my highest one was exhortation. I was like exhortation. <laughs> you know why not? Uh, you know a preacher or you know something else. It was yeah. exhortation. So yeah, man, I feel like I'm here to um, exhort people mm -hmm. and motivate people, and that's what I try to do. Very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So we spoke a little bit about a podcast that you're about to get started. Yeah. Yeah. Hype about it now. <laughs> you don't even know. Don't even know. <laughs> Tell the people about that a little bit. Okay, okay. You're going to pull the secret out the bag. Yeah, pull the secret out the bag. So, yeah, man, <laughs> we're going to start a podcast. It's going to be called Conversations at the Well. And basically, the blueprint for that is it'll be us going out and interviewing homeless people, mm -hmm. people who done lost it all, people you see every day who probably asking you for money or asking for change. And uh, going out interviewing these people getting their stories and then maybe I'm, I'm picturing like maybe having some kind of fund for them or some some way we can provide the resources to try to get them off the street mm. 
because I mean, I'm part of the church, man. If we're not changing people's life, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? That's good. You know what I'm saying? It got to happen outside the four walls, but you know that. Yeah. So yeah, man, I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, so I got two more questions for you. Yeah, you good. Um, what do you want the rest of your life to look like? Ooh, wee. what 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 is satisfactory to you to say? You know, whatever it is, like, because God wants us to be content with what we have. So, what what does the rest of your life look like? Mm. The rest of my life looks like, uh, I guess, the first thing is making sure I stay faithful mm. to the Lord. Because it's not easy. Yeah. Uh, it's easy to uh, not go to church. Yeah. And, uh, you know, stay in sin and stuff like that. That's easy. Yeah. It's easy to go out to the club and drink and smoke and just do all that crazy stuff. That's easy. What's hard is um, staying faithful to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's first. And uh, making sure my marriage is number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like making that. sure happy wife, happy life. Yeah. You know, making sure my kids are straight. Um, that's why right now I'm trying to build something that maybe I can pass off to my grandkids. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm doing real estate, I'm doing music, I'm doing marketing. And that's another thing is, um, and this is, like I said, this is just something on paper. We want to start something called Market Me. Mm-hmm. Market Me would basically be a company where we help other people with their business, yeah. get it off the ground. Whether that's, you know, like I said, website or marketing or startup money. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to look back and say, man, I didn't just help myself. Yeah. I helped everybody around me. I took care of my family. I took care of my kids. You know what I'm saying? And that right there, if I can do that, bro, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have just any final words that you want to say to people and I'm telling you, this platform is going to reach over overseas. I'm talking every country, you name it. What anything like inside of you that you just want to say that maybe we haven't touched on in this interview? Well, I ain't gonna say anything, but let me. Can I pray? Absolutely. <clears throat> Father, I just thank you for this this platform. First of all, and Lord, whoever's listening, I know that you hold the key to their destiny. And Lord, I just ask that you give them eyes to see and ears to hear. And wherever they are, even if they're on top of the mountain or even if they're deep in the valley, Lord, and they need help, I just bless them right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just ask that you send provision to that person. I ask that you awaken that person to the purpose and the destiny that you've called them to, Lord. I ask that you surround them with people who are going to motivate them. I pray that you send the resources for whatever dreams you put in their heart. You send the resources and you provide for them. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. I thank you that whoever's listened to this, Lord, let them get plugged into you and they shall not want. They shall not lack any good thing. And Father, I just ask that you show him how good you are. Because he's my best friend. And he can be your best friend too. Mm -hmm. So again, I just bless you. And uh, the Lord will come to wherever you're at, man. Just give him a shot. Just give him a chance. And I just pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, bro. Yeah, you're ready.
think that I'm ready So since we're ready Let's keep it going on and on Keep it going on and on I'ma keep it going on and on Yeah Yeah I don't wanna make a move Unless I check with you cause you the truth Not young, I got nothing to prove Too much to lose so I can't hang loose, no But I was made for this Get your life so I can live, so I pray for this You're the only one that's done it an amazing gift Giving everything I got until I finish this long road Yeah, in this race I just hope that I can win in first place Nah, but I can never lose If you're ready, I can give you the news social media links or anything that you want to share with everyone man jbo the truth man i'm on uh i'm on facebook i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok if you go to any one of those places it's a little link in the bio a koji link you click that it'll go to my music videos it'll go to all of my music and all of that um we'll be releasing some stuff on spotify and all those other platforms probably in the next month or so J-Bo the Truth. J-Bo the Truth, man. Y'all heard it here. <laughs> if we wanted to bring you an artist's perspective of just life, music, God, man, and just, you know, again, motivate and energize people out there listening, man. I'm telling you, I firmly believe everyone has something inside of them that they need to bring to reality, man. And I just don't want anyone to hold back anymore. I want you to release your fear, mm-hmm. and I want you to go get it. Mm-hmm. I want you to go get it, so... It's KDS from the Cutthroat Show podcast at it again, and we will be back with more. So do not turn off or unsubscribe to our channel. <laughs> Don't do it. Anyway, we love y'all. Peace. Till next time. So this is it for the Coco Show with me, David Strand.
It's chocolate, baby. Thank you for listening to The Coco Show. Check out other episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. You can also listen to current episodes on freedomkradio.net. If you have a topic idea that you would like us to discuss on this platform, feel free to email us at 1tccshow at gmail.com. Again, that's 1tccshow at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe to The Coco Show and share with all your friends. Thanks again for listening.